the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good morning. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, Our show is all about retirement, uh, saving money, uh, building up wealth, and understanding the world today in the changing environment that we're in. Uh, uh, Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. That is the key to building up wealth over the long term. And that chiefly starts with your your 401k plan. At Max Out Savings Advisors, we manage people's retirement. You know, when they retire, they come to us. Uh, they have the IRA rollover. They inherit money. They have trust. They have all types of different. They said, "Hey, we'd like you to manage it using your style." We don't manage 401k uh, at Max Out Savings Advisors, but the reason we talk about this so much is is because this is how you start. This is how you build up the wealth. Do these these uh, income based savings programs in the 401k plan? You know, 403b, the 457. These are the most successful wealth building programs we've ever seen. Outside of a home, uh, building a home, almost uh, there's not another one out there. Uh, buying a home, and so what we're looking at is 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 you just put away 10% minimum minimum plus a company match. We assume 3%, and that's what the research says you need for retirement. Now. If you're in your 50s and you're behind, uh, you know, that's the time you want to bump it up 13, 14%. We have all, you know, I remember one time, so, uh, well, I've heard this a couple more than one time, but someone called up and they were so excited that we had a show about savings when we first started. They said, I'm saving 25%. The Chinese, <laughs> their numbers are about over 20% savings rate. So, so you know the ten percent is kind of the minimum you need to get where you want to go. But but I I think in a world today it's a very uncertain world. I mean we've been talking about this on, on the show. Uh, we're really seeing people sort of shifting over to what we've been talking about. About you know the, the, you know one of the big things since the war in Ukraine started is we said look this is going to have big ramifications for people think, and and so. What 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 we saw there was a a situation where where, where the where, where it's a very unstable, changing world. We you know this week we had Joe Biden come out and say, look, uh, he he shows up in the Ukraine in, in Kiev and says 
you know, Russia cannot win. They have no chance whatsoever. And China better stay out of the war, too. And then China the next day, one of their top leaders show up in 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 Russia and said, you know, they're ready to join forces with the Russia and, and they're ready to uh, with Russia to decisively stand up for that nat- national interest and promote mutually beneficial cooperation in all areas. Well, that didn't go well for Biden. And this is something we talked about. I, I I think these guys jumped into this thing with seeing that this was an opportunity to take down Putin, who was going to fall very quickly. And, and, it, and, and now it's morphing toward a world war. Uh, it, it, you know, it, we're really some number of, of people really starting to say this could be the start of World War Three. It, 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 and so this, so that's an uncertain world. Look, but it, uh, hopefully we can get peace talks, something we've been saying, you know, for, you know, for at least nine months, we should have peace talks and and, and you know the the Biden administration has been adamant that they don't want peace talks and and uh, you know I, I think that's changing now I, I I don't believe that the American people are behind this in any way uh, if you look at the polling it, it, they're really not behind it they're kind of like well why are you spending hundreds of billions of dollars defending the sacred borders of the Ukraine and then you basically the border of the southern border of the United States has collapsed resulting in a massive flow of drugs and fentanyl across the border, killing an additional an additional 71,000 Americans. To put that in perspective, you know, Vladimir Putin is a madman and doesn't care about human life, and he's lost 150,000 uh, Russians in the last year in the war. It, it, we're losing that every two years. So we're, we're, losing, we're losing Americans at one half the rate of the Russians in a full-blown war over there. And, 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 and we're not hearing anything about it at all. It's like these 71,000 people are just, you know, they're like nothing. To put that in perspective, we lost about, to use the high number, 58,000 Americans in the Vietnam War. And so, you know, these are concerns. We bring this up because I think somebody should talk about these people because, you know, it's not right to sit there and lose this, you know, 71,000 additional American young people, many cases, good people that just just because we don't care and we want to open border, you know, under George Soros's open society program or whatever. But, it, 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 you know, it, it, again, we're losing we're losing Americans at about half the rate. So every year the Russians lose 150,000. We lose about 75, 71,000. So every two years. We lose as many as as the Russians do in the war. Think about that. But so it's an uncertain world out there, and so you've got to be much much smarter about managing investments. You have to understand that it's a different world. Uh, we've seen other times through history like this during World War Depression, World War II, a lot of similarities in those type of pro, of, of things. The 1970s, there was money to be made in those areas, but you have to understand that. Uh, and the other thing is, is with the type of spending we're doing, uh, it, it's, uh, you know, if you look at the numbers, uh, according to the government, the Social Security runs out of money within nine years. Within nine years, the, 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 the Social Security fund runs out of money, which means they're going to put more money into it that they don't have. Now, something to think about, that's nine years away. That's you know, that's not tremendously far for most people, particularly if you're retiring. That that research the government did, 
basically assumes there's no no uh, no, no recession in nine years. And if you look through the past history, that that's pretty rare that you don't get a recession. So it's going to be even worse than that. Uh, you know, with, without the reforms, basically either 20 percent of the, the benefits are going to have to be cut 20 percent or cut 20 percent of the people out of the program. Now, think about this. Since Joe Biden's been in office, seven million more people have come in, which means that's even more people. We're going to they're going to go on Social Security for money we don't have. So it's more important than ever for you to protect your retirement to protect your wealth and understand where we're going. As we said earlier, the Chinese savings rate's over 20%. Maybe the American people should be saving a lot more money because things are much more uncertain. We, you know, we've all lived through a world that's been pretty certain, you know, and over the last 30 years, inflation's been going down, the economy's been coming up, super record low interest rates. You know, it's, it's, it's been a pretty good pretty good run, but that's changing. And particularly with these these just, you know, basically foolish policies that the Biden administration has put in. I mean, open borders, sky high crime, uh, you know, the, 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 the idea that when, when a child gets to be 12 or 13 years old, they get to pick what what gender they're going to be. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, uh, Joe Biden managed to do something that no leader in world history has ever done. Joe Biden rolled back one of the Ten Commandments, which thou shalt, you know, not lie. And it's like, we don't care. We're just going to lie. And it's like, you know, it's like, hey, that we, we just don't care. It, it's, it's one thing after another, reckless spending, and, and, and all of these things over time are, are, are going to cause problems for for the U.S. economy and, and, and for your retirement. And, and, and so more than ever, I, I think it's, it's really important to do that. As, as, we, as we've written, uh, we've been saying on our most recent Max Hop, actually we've been saying it for months and months, this is a wartime economy. And, and people are like, Ted, what are you talking about? And what we simply said is, is look, at best case right now, we get peace talks with, you know, and to get a ceasefire out of Russia, there's going to be huge increases in military spending. Uh, people are, gen the military is, if you talk to the military, and I've been, hearing, <laughs> I've been hearing this from all types of different sources, you know, all the way up to, you know, uh, the highest levels of, of the military, it, it, all of them will sit there and say, you, you look, we think it's going to, we think we're, well, there's a good chance of a war with China. None of them, none of them are sitting there saying, well, Russia is a real, well, it is a material threat to the United States of America. You know, we could be invaded by the Russians. The Russians could attack. No, nobody thinks that. Okay, up until recently where we entered this Ukraine war, and now, you know, now we could, we, we our, our nuclear defense shield has probably on a higher level of, of alert than it's ever been. They should probably not tell you because the problem is, is we're much closer to a nuclear war with a country that honestly nobody thinks is a threat to the United States except the small group of people in the World Economic Forum that wants to get rid of oil and gas and, and some people in the State Department. And, and, and so, but China is a problem. China is a definite problem. China's taking away our factories. China's stealing our technology. They've been doing it for years and right, you know, just bold right in front of us. China has a huge spy network in the United States. Yeah, China, at every, at every corner, China is methodically moving forward with their agenda to be the world leader. And quite frankly, 
any other country in the world. Let me put it this way. Since, since Joe Biden instituted this, this ridiculousness with, with, with the Ukraine-Russia war, rather than trying to you know, solve the problem, get a UN commission, come up with a solution, uh, a couple of things have happened. The, the, we put sanctions on Russia. Our sanctions are so draconian that every other major company in the country in the world now has to come up with programs to prevent the sanctions from hitting them, which means they have to decouple from the U.S. financial system to some extent, partially decouple. They have to decouple from the dollar system, and they've got to have a backup to the SWIFT banking system, which, which we control, it, 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 which means this has opened the door for China. And so China's coming in now, and so people are, you know, they're all trying to figure out what to do in these various countries. And by the way, this, we're not just talking about Iran, okay? We're talking about Saudi Arabia. We're talking about India. We're talking about Brazil. We're talking about other major companies out there, uh, countries out there that that, that are deal, dealing with this issue. And so that over the last uh, since World War II, the dollar has been the dominant world currency, and Joe Biden has done more to help the Chinese out than uh, I, he basically has handed him a gift. And then with his ridiculous policies of, of no borders, high crime, unlimited immigration, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I tell you what, if you look at most people around the world, this, tra- this stuff with the chan- transgender, you know, you can, you, can, you can fluid gender, what is your pronoun or whatever the hell it's called. Okay, people in the rest of the world, in other countries, look at that and they go, "Who are these people?" I mean, what? What? So, so am I, am I to understand the Americans? Once you get twelve or thirteen years old, you pick your gender out. Every other country in the world, outside of some European countries, are looking at this and going, "These people are crazy." Then they look at homeless camp encampments all over the United States. They look at a complete collapse of the southern border. They look at drugs pouring across creating a drug problem that's unrivaled since, since the Chinese had to deal with the opium epidemics uh, you know, 100 and something years ago. A, a very similar situation, the collapse of the government over there. And they're going, well, look, do I bet on the United States of America, which quite frankly, for the last 100 and something years, you know, it, it, actually it's never paid, ever paid to bet against the United States of America until Joe Biden become president. And these people are kind of like, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I always respected the United States. It's a great country. They have freedom. But Joe Biden wants to take away their freedom. They're losing the right of freedom of speech. That's getting cut. The freedom to protest. Look what happened with January 6th. They want to take away all their arms. That you know, unlimited crime. If, if if you walk into a Home Depot and steal a drill and get caught, you just have to give it back and get to walk out the door. So everyone gets a free shoplifting. Nobody. The crime is out of control. No, but no other country in the world goes. Oh wow, these are the, these are these are the things I want to in, emulate. I want to be like the United States. And so this is providing an open door to China to come in and and and, and play against us. And this is all we basically has been our own fault due to just reckless policies of Joe Biden. But it's endangering your retirement. It's endangering your savings. You're going to have to save more money and be more prudent to protect yourself in the future. We're going to discuss some more about this right after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages.
Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant. And since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com. And we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. The Big 1070 is everywhere on TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com, and in Houston on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement, and we're just we're just talking some about the about the issues with the with 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 the importance of saving money, putting away money for retirement. And, and, and let me give you some numbers. Okay, since the start of pandemic, uh, the debt levels in the United States have gone from twenty three trillion to thirty one trillion dollars. Okay, that's an eight trillion dollar increase uh, uh, on the on the uh, on the debt. It's a thirty five percent increase in debt. It basically uh, three and a half years. Uh, that works out to be, keep in mind, the U.S. economy is about $22 trillion. So, so we're talking about a huge amount of debt has been added to, to the thing. Now, typically, look, you can go, well, look, Ted, we had a pandemic. We had to hold the economy together. Uh, people, we had the, economy, the whole economy was shut down for one month, a couple months. And we, we had to, okay, fair enough. I'll buy that. It was an emergency. But if you look at it right now, our budget deficits are right now at five point, are projected to, uh, for 2022 was 5.4% uh, of GDP. And, and looking, at, looking forward, they're projecting the deficits uh, in 24 to 25, they're probably 5.3, 5.4 this year percent. They're projected to go up to 6% of GDP in 24 and 25. So we're, we're still... 
spending enormous amounts of money uh, uh, right now, even now, in the economy with these these uh, budget deficits going forward. And so, so what we're looking at for 2023, we have a $1.4 trillion deficit. Again, look, the economy right now is doing pretty well, quite frankly. Uh, uh, contrary to, to all, all the people that said we were going into a horrible recession, a hurricane, we didn't just know if it was a Category 1 or a Category 5. We Every corporate CEO in America, for the first time in history, suddenly started predicting recessions uh, it, it, you know, last year. And we, we were like, no, this is a wartime economy. It's, you know, we're probably, it's going to be slowing, but the, but they don't understand. What they're doing is they're looking at, 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 at expenditures are dropping, uh, personal incomes dropping because some of the, 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 the benefits are dropping off, but they're not looking at how does, a, how do economies function in wartime? And, and so, these deficits, what I want you to understand is they're continuing to just recklessly spend money. The economy is pretty good. We got pretty good numbers. We quite frankly, inflation's too high, so they really should be cutting it. Instead, they just keep piling on more spending, giving away more money. Uh, and so this is going to end badly. The question is how? And looking forward, I mean, it's hard to see how you get deflation when you're in a wartime economy. When, when you're running up massive deficits, and at the same time, keep in mind, we're moving our supply chain. For over the last 30 years, the biggest trend on the world was globalization. Manufacturers could move anywhere in the world to produce the cheapest possible product at the cheapest price, and, and, and the United States was a high-cost producer, so all the factories left here, uh, the parts left here, the jobs left here. Well, that's coming to an end because we look. I mean, this situation with China is pretty serious. The, earlier this week, as we said at the beginning of the show, Joe Biden threw down the gauntlet and said, "There's no way Russia could win." The Chinese show up the next day, high-level delegation to Russia, and said, "Yeah, we're back in the, the, the Russia." So, you know, that, that is not, you know, so so we could be. We could be in some type of, of, of war with China in the future. And what you know, what are you going to do with Apple compute? You know, where are you going to get your Apple iPhone when that happens? And, and, and so companies are going. Well, look, we need to move at least part of our production back to the U.S. or to Mexico or somewhere closer uh, to, 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 as kind of an alternative supply chain issue. Because remember, we have supply chain shortages on top of on top of the potential problem with China. We've had supply chain shortages because of the shutdown. So. That is more expensive. It costs more to produce a product in the United States or Mexico even than it does in China. So, so this is all inflationary. De- you know, $1.4 trillion deficits are inflationary. Uh, so, so, uh, reshoring supply chains is, is inflationary. Wartime is inflationary. I mean, we just had uh, uh, some of our military people said, look, we can't keep, we don't have enough shipbuilding capacity to keep up with the Chinese building ships. Well, maybe the answer is we should put more shipbuilding capacity in. I, I think during World War II, we were, I, I, I don't know the exact number, but it was something like one Liberty ship a day, it might have been a couple a day were coming, they were being produced and, and, and being shipped one a day. And right now, you know, these guys build a ship, it takes three years to build the ship. I mean, it, it's absurd. It, it, it's you, We've got to be We've got to get an assembly line. We've got to build out our stuff. We've got to build our military. We've got to be smart. The scariest thing of anything you hear all day long today is is that the, the 
the United States military is, is become woke. And, and so what they're doing is they're promoting people uh, based on, on their political beliefs. They're firing people based on their political beliefs. They're, 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 they're promoting incompetent people. You know, that transgenderism is, 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 is the watchword in the military. Look, these people are, are have to put their lives on the line to defend the United States of America. It, it basically, we're saying, okay, we want you to do that, but you're going to have to have one hand tied behind your back. You think the Chinese are doing that? The Chinese are figuring every single way they can win. And their definition of winning is defeating their enemy, which could be the United States, where the United States, their definition of winning is transgenderism in the military. And that should scare people, and, that, and, and it's unconscionable. You know, to do something, we've driven out some of our best military people because of their beliefs, uh, and there's always and, and there's been somewhat of a purge in the military. That it could be deadly. I mean, you can go back to ancient Greece. You know, at the time with the the Athenians, they they came in and. Uh, they had a problems with the Spartans, and they go, look, we got to do something. So the general said, look, here's what we're going to do. If you pay to build these ships out, we can build our navy. It'll be better than Spartans because we're the best. It, we're the best ocean-going group out there. We'll defeat them, and then we'll win the war, and 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 and, and you, you'll you'll get what you want. And they go, oh, this is great. Let's do it. So so the. So the generals, they build the ships, they go out there, they defeat the they defeat the Spartans, the Spartans, they sink all their ships, they come back, well, they've lost some ships too, so a number of Athenians have died. Well, they come back and the Athenians, in, in Athens, they're like, well, we, we lost all our, our, some of our people, I can't believe you guys did this, and they, they decided to kill the generals. And so the, their best generals, they killed them off, I think it's Socrates warned them against doing it, they did it anyway. <clears throat> Two years later, the Spartans came back. The Athenians didn't have any military hierarchy with any confidence, and they were defeated. And this is this is the problem when you get into this ESG, this woke type of military. All of these things are adding up to, to potential trouble. And, and so, over the long term, we want to be careful with this. This again, we've got a budget fight coming up as well. And so, all of these things add up to a world for your retirement where you've got to be more cautious, you've got to be more targeted, you know, you've got to be in, in things that are, are likely going to be, that, that understand the Federal Reserve, we write a max, we, we write the max up savings report. We send it out once a month. It's completely free. We come up with some really great stuff on there, absolutely free. As we talked about, we wrote about in 2007 and explained how the investment banks were going to fail. We didn't just say the investment banks were going to fail. We laid out the case. We put their balance sheets out there in the report. Well, the first report I ever wrote was right after uh, Ben Bernanke, who was who was the vice chair, I think, of the Federal Reserve at the time under Alan Greenspan, his famous helicopter speech. And they said, look, he said, look, we have a printing press. We can throw money out of a helicopter if need be to stop deflation. And at that point in time, I, I, I said this was a 20 year bull market in gold. And I think it was I think it was 2001 or something. I think it's probably 25 but be your bull market in gold. And I said, gold is going to surge, and these and, and this is what we're going to see. They, they, they have a printing press today. And the minute they get in trouble, minute things slow down, they're going to start printing more money. So you want to own things that you can't print. You can't print oil and gas. You can't print gold or silver. You can't print copper. Uh, those type of things. You can't print a factory. You can build more but but you got you got to spend money to do it and so as inflation goes up 
those things become more valuable. It, and you also want to own things that, that are basically inherently cheap that, that, that don't get up to a point. I, I give an example. Some of the, some of the, the, the household product manufacturers, they, they've been raising prices for the last 20 years when we've had virtually no inflation. I call it MBA inflation, which means they just, they've got to, they've got to turn up a six or 7% return every year. So they just raise the price 5% and do a little bit of growth every year. Well, a lot of their products are just too expensive now. And so people are cutting back now that we're having inflation, they're cutting back on those and going to uh, store, store brand products. So those things are a problem. Someone like interesting, like a Coca-Cola, you know, you could still get three, six packs of Coke for, uh, you know, 12 bucks or something every once in a while. And that's not too much money. And so they probably have a little bit more of a, of, a, of room to run, but those are just different types of products <clears throat> that we're seeing, and and, and so it's it's just a, a different world today. So it's a more inflationary world across the board. So what you want to do is you want to be in in those more targeted things. There, there was a different way to invest money in the 1970s from from the uh, from from the 19. 60s and 1950s. There was a different way in the 1930s and then the 1940s. It, it, during those time frames, there was more inflation. Uh, you're now seeing the big Wall Street firms now talking about a wartime economy. We've been talking about this for six months, <clears throat> and they're, they're suddenly coming around to it, and they're, and they're seeing, you know, what the situation is. So, so I think more than ever, it's going to be important to to deal with those types of issues and protect yourself. Uh, and I think that's going to continue to be the case going forward. I, the markets right now are expensive. And uh, excuse me. There's some coffee here. Uh, the markets right now are expensive with a very high P.E. And if you look at the uh, at the risk, uh, the uh, risk adjusted price of the market compared to the bonds, it, it's still <clears throat> the risk risk equity premium. It's it's it's. It's very low right now, <clears throat> and what that simply means is, is that you have a uh, the markets are expensive relative to bonds. Right now, you can get five percent on, on one-year Treasury bonds. That's you know it's still a little under inflation, but it's a guaranteed five percent, which is pretty good. Uh, and so there so there are different opportunities, but it's going to take a much more diversified portfolio than, than the, the standard 60-40 indexing funds in the stock market, bond market, with, with long-term bonds. And so this is something that, that we want to continue to see and watch uh, and see where things go from here. Uh, a, a couple things, looking at, at, at the markets in here, the, you know, the, if you look at the, at the, ten, at the two-year right now, it's gone up from about 4.78%. It's up about 60, uh, 68 basis points in the, in the last month, which is, which is a pretty big, pretty big jump. Uh, and, 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 and this is, looking back, the prior peak on the two-year was 2.98 back in, in, in October of 2018. So we're up almost two, 200 basis points or 2% higher. Which is a it's, it's a big jump. So these interest rates are going up. Those okay.
that is putting pressure on stocks because if somebody can get 5% in one year, they're kind of like, well, you know, what, uh, or do I pay 18, 20 times earnings for stocks? And, and, and so the, the risk premium, the premium to, to, you're going to get return on stocks from taking a risk of the stock falling is very low right now. And that's why you got to be careful. Tell you what, let's take a call to the Next Out Savings Show. Welcome to the Next Out Savings Show. Hi, Ted. How are you today? Doing well. Thank you. So I know you're saying we're not in a recession, but I was laid off this week. Um, I was with one of the big tech companies as a, a unit of Microsoft. And uh, I worked in what was called their South Division, which is kind of the southeast part of the country. And they laid off. The, they gave us a list of all the, you know, the titles of all the people who let go. There's a, over 500, close to 600 of us that were let go. And wow. their official reason is that uh, they said the revenue's down and they don't see it improving for the next couple of quarters at least. So uh, that's why they were taking this action. However, there was nobody in the top management tier that was let go, and there was nobody in the DEI office that was let go. So I guess money's not that bad. So anyway, <laughs> I just want to get that. that on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that's happened to you. It's it's you know that's it's just. I, I, we're seeing a lot of, of, of tech company layoffs. The manufacturing, we're not seeing the layoffs there, but tech, I think tech may be overstaffed. And what I, I think a lot of companies are trying to cut cost right now because inflation is starting to eat into their margins and, and they're cutting back on technology. Uh, it, it's very disappointing. Like you said, that, that I mean, I think if there's layoffs in a company, it should be across the board with some of the top level executives. So everybody feels the pain in, in the company. Uh, and particularly, you know, the, like you said, the, uh, the diversity, inclusion, equity group, I mean, they, they should also take the hit because they're not doing anything. But, but these companies are just, uh, you know, they, they just become woke and terrified of what's going on. But you can't get rid of your good producing people and not, not let those go. Uh, it, it's, it's really unconscionable to do that. Uh, but, but the, the economy right now is not too bad. I think we're going to slow down this year. Uh, but but yeah, I, I think it, the problem is is companies our margins are under a lot of pressure, and sometimes the easier thing to do is cut the number of seats for the Microsoft whatever or that thing, and, and that's hurting to some extent. Okay, well, thanks for your take. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, it, it is again, it's really inexcusable not to see the executives take a. I mean, personally, I think if you're doing layoffs at a company, the executives should take pay cuts. Because every dollar that they get, typically these guys are making a lot of money. Every dollar they get cut is another person they can keep on in the company. Not every dollar, but you add them up, and, and, and it's disappointing. I, I, what you really want is a group of people that are, we're all in this together. And, 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 and when you do stuff like this, you know, Microsoft sends the message, well, we're not all this together. You're just, you guys are just cogs in our wheel. Uh, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That's the message I got. Well, hang in there. And, uh, things will get better. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, we are seeing the tech sector. There's been a lot of layoffs in the tech sector pretty much across the board. Uh, the interesting thing is we're not seeing it elsewhere. I'll be constantly, I'm coming across, I just saw a story the other day, uh, I think it's a journal or somewhere, where 
where or some of these companies are are trying to keep track of their their former their former employees, and now they're they're starting to call they're calling them alumni, you know, it, it, which is it, it, because they're emailing them and stuff. Hey, can you come back to work and stuff? And I think you'll probably see that at Microsoft and some of these other places because because so many of these companies still can't find workers. It's interesting. Anyway, tell you what, we'll be right back after this break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees Stayed Alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. The Big 1070 is everywhere on TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com, and in Houston on AM 1070 and FM 1033. The answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. I'm Ted Gioka. If you've got a question or comment, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. And I think we've got a caller. Welcome to the show. Good morning, sir. Hope you're doing well. Yes, yeah, thank you. Good. Uh, With regard to a hedge, based on the fact that we have printing presses, uh, I'd like your uh, opinion about whether an ETF like BAR is just as good as trying to find a place to hold the real metal. Okay, uh, let me see here just a second. 
Okay. Yeah. You know, bar. I like that. That that's the the Granite Shares Trust. We actually own some of that. That's got the lowest uh, gold trust. That's got the lowest fee. It's much lower fee than than, than the GLD. Uh, I, I I think for for most retirement accounts, it's a good place to be. The physical. Is, is, is kind of a different thing because it's harder to, it's got to be kept in your safe or the safety deposit box. Uh, I, I do believe you should have a certain, a small percentage of, of your assets in physical gold where you can access quickly if something ever came up. It's more of an insurance policy than anything else. And uh, whereas is the BAR, I, I think given the level of inflation and, and, and the problems with the, uh, with the, uh, the the bifurcation of the financial system, uh, I, I, I think gold becomes a more important thing because if if some country like uh, India or another country, you know, Brazil decides they want to move assets from one group of you know from the U.S. over to the Chinese side or vice versa, you know, in, from Chinese yuan into dollars, the gold is a good way. It's going to be a good transition, and the central banks are buying more gold as well. The only knock on gold right now is the Russians have so much gold. I think the U.S. is trying to keep the price of it down, you know, to try to hurt the, hurt the Russians near well, term. I understand that, but my concern is if you have this urgency or the emergency where physical gold would be useful. Um, so I want to buy um, a gallon of water. Do I scrape off a little bit of the bar uh, once I find well, it? That's a good point. That, that's actually an excellent point. The, the problem with, with gold is like a simple uh, gold uh, coin, like an American Eagles, is about, I think, maybe $1920, since you can't really do that. that in that case, that's where uh, silver coins come in. It, it, they're, they're better for that. Uh, they're, you know, they're, I don't know what they're trading at right now, you know, $26, $28 a piece, and they'll become more valuable over time. But But the problem is if you want to, say, put – yeah, you know, if you want to get like fifty thousand dollars worth of of, of 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 silver coins, that's a lot of coins and a lot of weight. And whereas you can, you know, you can put fifty dollar, you know, fifty thousand dollars worth of, of of coins conceivably in your pocket, or you know, it, that that type of thing. And, and so I think it, it should be a combination of gold and silver. Okay, what what would your ratio be if you did something like that? Percentage of you know, physical versus something like bar. Uh, you know, I tell you what, I I would say maybe one percent of your portfolio, one to two percent of your in in the physical. You know, a friend of mine said, you know, smart one, smartest guys ever knew. He thought three percent. You just you, you just park it, and if it doesn't do anything for thirty years, you don't care. It's really more of insurance. Whereas, as as as, as the, the BAR is more tactical and more for IRAs and things like that. Well, my that concern helps. about physical is where do you store it? Do you pay somebody a, a rental fee or whatever it is for storage, or do you go to the bank, put it in your vault, and hope that either a flood or a hurricane or a closure of the bank doesn't keep you from it? Or do you put it in your own safe that's screwed down to the concrete and, and hope that you don't flood? I, it just seems to me that there's a... Especially if you want a large quantity of it, uh, financial-wise, money-wise, that the physical is a is a tough thing to do. Yeah, no, that's a problem. I mean, that's why it should be a smaller part. The physical's more for an emergency type of thing. I, you know, it's like, uh oh, if something really happens, I want something that I can sit there and live off for you know six months. You know, the theory being, whatever you put in there is going to be worth a lot more in that type of event. 
Aha. It, look, I think you keep some at you can keep some at your house, a smaller amount, and then the bigger amount in in, in the safe. In, a, in the bigger amount, you really want to have it this empty in your safety deposit box. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, well, thank you. so there's kind of a balance on that. That's that's a really good question. Uh, that 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 we go back and forth on, but but it, it's I think with the physical, what you want to do is, hey, if something happens, I want at least have enough money, you know, in, in, that I can at least feed myself for a couple months, or if I got a, you know, God help me, need to get out of town, so to speak, and there's no other way I can I can do it. <laughs> yeah, but you want, don't want to have to haul two tons of it behind you in a trailer, okay? Yeah, yeah, I mean that that's what you run into, and, and so. Uh, but they, and, and I tell you, the other advantage of the physical metals too, which I think in the future is going to be even more, is it's it's you can move money around without being traced. And increasingly, uh, that the, every single dollar you spend is being is is traceable. And, and and I'm not talking about for criminal elements, but for sometimes people want to do things for for whatever reasons, and they don't want a a, a paper trail. And it it, may, it, it, ha, it and it has nothing to do with with criminality or anything. But 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 I I, I do think uh, that that that's going to become more valuable in the future. Well, especially if the government does what some of the conspiracy theorists think and offer their own uh, Bitcoin time type of... Yeah, digital currency. Yeah, yeah. And so that gives you a way. And and, and that, I think, is, is, is one reason why. I mean, and by the way, we're not... In, uh, as, as kind of a warning, there... There's people in the 1980s that put all their retirement into gold, and it didn't do anything for 20 years. So it, you always have to keep that in the back of your mind. Okay. Well, thank you very much, sir. Appreciate it. Okay. Good. Thanks. Good. Good question there. Uh, we do like the, the precious metals in here for all. Uh, the uh, looking out. Uh, I wanted, one thing I wanted to cover today too is is uh, how much can you take out of your retirement? It, and uh, there was a study done by uh, William Bingen, uh financial planner, in 1994, and, and he came up with with four uh, percent. He went back and looked to 1926. Uh, and he, he used fifty percent stock, fifty percent bonds was was, was his thing. Uh, it, it's interesting uh, that yeah, you know, we get a lot this question a lot. And, and uh, there's a couple interesting things here. The if Fidelity did some work on this recently, and kind of the same thing. They looked nineteen twenty six to now, it, and they they came up with if you want to retire. Uh, they, they 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 came up if, uh, at uh, you could put away uh, with a ninety percent approval. You could take out four point five percent over thirty years. Was what they, and this was fifty percent stock, forty percent bonds, ten percent cash. Now, if it was twenty five years, uh, it was four point nine percent you could take out. Now, if 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 but let's say if you retire younger. And you retire at 60 years old, uh, maybe it only is is 4.3%. And I think that's important. So, so the difference between 25 and 35 is 4.9%, and then 4.3%. So, a couple couple lessons from that is you've got to be very careful retiring in your mid 50s because if, if you look at it. You've got about, in that case, if you're 55, you've got maybe 40 years that either you or your wife could live. That 
you know, we just mentioned uh, 35. It would, it's even lower than that. But if, say, if you retire at 70 and you're trying to, you know, maybe you want to do 70, 25 years to 95, you can take out 4.9%. So the longer you delay your retirement, the more you can take out each, each time. And by the way, that, that 4% number that Benjamin came up, that was adjusted for inflation. These are inflation, so, so your income goes up a little bit in, in the future with inflation with these numbers. But that, that, those numbers, that, that Fidelity's numbers were, uh, were 90% expectation, 4. Uh, in 25, uh, 35 years, it was 4.3 if you expect to live that long. If you expect to uh, just, I, I mean, I think it's more not live that long, but retirement. Uh, but at 25, it was 4.9 years. So just to give you some ideas, uh, some other interesting things with that, uh, looking at the, uh, where is it? Let's see if I've got it right here. Go with me just a minute. The, look at, they also did another study where they, where they did a conservative and a, and a, uh, a moderate portfolio, and and you can take out more money if it's seventy percent stock, but but the, but the probability of it, the probability goes up with the uh, with it go, goes down. So so you might you, you can take more money out, but the probability of being successful goes down. And and interesting enough, with the most conservative portfolio. Which was basically twenty uh, percent stock, fifty percent bonds, thirty percent cash. That had the if, if if you took the smaller amount out, but it had the highest, the ninety nine percent probability over the long term. Whereas the stocks, you could take out more money, but the probability dropped because you could get a big drop in the market and, and you'd be in trouble. And, and so this is one of the things that 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 really kind of jumped out at me on this thing. And, and so the amount of money you can take out. It, it gets a little more complicated as things go on. You see, you're trying to find that. I don't have that. that so, but but understand, the average married couple has about a a fifty percent chance that one of them lives to be about ninety two years old. And so, you this is a long term business retirement. And 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 it, typically we don't people we get people come in and want to retire earlier. We just have to make sure they have enough money earlier because that's that's really when you're talking 40 years that's a long time uh sometimes you know we 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 actually encourage them to keep working or uh, a lot of times that or, or just you know if you really want to retire what you can do is get get a job you kind of would like to do uh something you always wanted to do that's got some more income coming in just to to boost it up because understand that those 55 years this this goes back to the, the 80s actually you know, with the old companies laid a lot of people off in their 50s and they, 50, 55, and they had enough money to do it, but they kind of struggled later on because it was just, it was such a long time frame and, and, and it's so hard over the long term. The, the shorter time, the, lo- the longer you wait to retirement, is, is a, it means there's less likely you're going to, you know, if you retire at 75, you just might, you know, that's pretty high. But let's say 70, you're looking at 25 years. That, that's a pretty reasonable thing, 95 years old. You won't run out of money. But you can take out a lot more money at that level percentage-wise than you can at, at 55. And that's it'd be a lot more confident. So this is just something to think about with, with retirement in here in general. Uh, 
A couple other things we've been looking at. The markets continued. You know, the S&P is up uh, 3% or so this year. And uh, in, in it, it's, it's been selling off in here. Uh, it, it continues to do uh, – it continues to, to – could just be very volatile. Uh, th- these higher interest rates are really causing some issues with the market, and and, and this is something that that, uh, that that I think we want to kind of t- continue to watch in here. As we said, we, we've had a kind of a hedge on, which which is very unusual for us. We we actually went through last year without hedges on and did phenomenally well. Okay. It, 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 we're able to do that by, by being in the right area. It's a little harder now just due to the complex due, due to many the, the higher prices of the market overall. The, the equity risk premium is some of the highest it's been in 15, 20 years, which, which, which just simply means that the, the premium you're getting for investing in stocks above bonds is not very high right now. And, and so bonds, bonds in many ways are 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 are, 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 are are really a, a better alternative for stocks. So they're, let's put it this way: they're, they're they're much more competition for stocks in the past. A five percent, five point zero five percent one year treasury bills is pretty stout competition for the volatility of the stock market. And, and so I, I, the market seems to be slowing down. I think we're coming into that June time frame pretty soon, where they're going to have these budget deficits. We have the war with Russia. We have inflation seems to be coming back up. The 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 uh, uh, PCE came in higher than expected, which is favorite favorite. So anyway, so I think you want to continue to be cautious. If you need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. You can request an appointment to sit down with me. I'll show you how we manage funds at Max Out Savings Advisors. But at a minimum, I say this all the time, sign up for our free newsletter. It's completely free. We don't call you. We don't bother you. But we put a lot of things in there to try to help you manage through retirement and understand the world today, a rapidly changing world that, that that's going to that's challenge if, if you're not on your game. And, and so if you need some help, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. I hope everyone has a great weekend. And remember our motto and philosophy, save aggressively, invest conservatively. We'll see you next week here on the Max Out Savings Show. J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.